Hey, what's up, listener? Got a great episode loaded up for you. We got tons of news breaking from this year's New York Comic Con. Rugboy is back, and he's seen Shin Gojira. Terrific! He gives us a little mini review, and we review the season premieres of Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow on the CW. Random TV musings and some fun audio round out this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, October 13, 2016. It's the Jock and Nerd Podcast with your hosts, Anthony and Emma. Jock and Nerd! Hey, 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 what's happening, listener? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And freshly sprung from puppet prison. Uh, I had to dip into the Patreon to bail him out. Uh, I hope you didn't. Please welcome back rug boy. Good earth to your rugs. What's up, everyone? What's happening? What's up? I hope your experience in the pokey was okay. I heard they were calling you like Rugsy Malone in there. You were running the jernt. Yeah, well, actually, it was kind of like uh, good timing because I got busted for grabbing girls by the pussy. Oh, no. and uh, <laughs> so uh, I guess it was like perfect time, like the media, everything. So I was kind of like a legend in jail. Are we engaging in locker room talk right now? What the is fuck? that what that? Oh, is that what that's called? Yeah, locker? Every time I'm in the locker room, I talk about <laughs> grabbing women in a in a very strange way. I've never been inside when, a locker when room. When you're so that I rich, you can do that. Apparently. Yeah, when you're yeah, a celebrity. Let, no, he said they let, they let you do that. Yeah, yeah, they let you. Oh, they let you. So it's you. not rapey. No, it was a fully consensual. Yeah, it's consensual. <laughs> it up. Oh, it, it, uh. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I don't know if you lose, though. I think you win. If you well, grab. I, I grab women like they're bowling balls. I think we all lose is uh, the point of that. Uh, as a country in general, look, listener, the fact that Anthony has joined us, if you did not catch our last episode, is here. It means it's good news for Chicago Cubs fans, doesn't it, Anthony? It does. Um, unless you've been living under a rock, the Cubs won their uh, National League Division Series game and are into the National League Championship. Woohoo! So. What if you just live in the basement? <laughs> Listen, if you live in the basement, you'll be safe for when they win the World Series and they burn Chicago down. Shut to the, the hell up, Imran. Don't say that when they win the World Series. Yeah, you're just ruining that it. I you're just ruining everything. It. I know. No, I, actually, this. I'm not. I'm not that kind of asshole. I read on. Uh, you guys follow? Go to Deadspin at all? You heard Deadspin? I've heard of the Deadspins. They're you know, they're, especially this time of year, Cubs fans like myself sometimes get like, oh my god, I can't. I can't say the words or I can't sure. I can't talk about it or I can't sure. get a tattoo. Like every little thing. Yeah. Like they think we'll fucking jinx it. And uh on Deadspin one time there's this guy, Drew Majeri, Majeri, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. He does this like funny, fun bag full of questions and someone asked him about this. And he responded with I I, I talked to like one of my psychiatric friends or psychology <laughs> friends, whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah. And said, you know, is this true? And like they responded with, you know, a lot of people have this core think that they have this effect on a sporting on outcome yeah, yeah they, they yeah. think they have an effect on the sporting outcome um just by how the way they move or how they act or anything um and we have a medical term for this and that's stupid fucking assholes <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> whoa i agree with that come on Anthony, be honest you're wearing the same underwear every game aren't you come on no, it's no. gonna affect the outcome no no no, no. <laughs> no. look <laughs> Well, look, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad they're moving on. Good for them. I uh, am that asshole, though, that is like pacing back and forth and is sure. like, don't talk to me and yeah. all that stuff. No, yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, I'm ornery, I'm, but I'm not superstitious. 
All right. That's good to know. At least there's some. Uh, yeah, he's an asshole. I'm not stupid. <laughs> right. I'm not stupid. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Just like Trump. <laughs> Back to the uh, orange. I would go o- stupid as well. Orange man. Uh, a lot of fucking, though, for sure. If you grab him by the pussy, I'm sure you're getting fucking. Speaking of that, Devin Faraci got in trouble. Yeah. Yes, he did. And this is a guy that we made fun of his name. I made clamors. Uh, I Anthony, quote him all the time. He's a good writer. I don't uh, think that at all discounts his and writing. An ass man. No. So, it just makes him a hu- uh, not a good human. All right, look, I, you want to get into that? I saved this for the post show, but no, no, no. Uh, we'll just throw it. Yeah. He got. We'll tease he, it. He no, we can just say he was bashing Trump, and he's been bashing Trump for a while. Yeah, about the the pussy thing, and then uh, someone tweeted at him about yes. uh, him kind of doing something along those lines, and Devin kind of tweeted back that. Uh, he, Kind of half half heartedly admitted to doing it or apologized. The exact tweet from at space crony was quick question. Do you remember grabbing me by the pussy and bragging to our friends about it, telling them to smell your fingers? Oh shit! Uh, and if you go, I went to his Twitter page. The last tweet he has not tweeted anything since this says, "In reply, I can only believe you and beg forgiveness for having been so vile." And he steps down as uh, running Birth Movies Death. Yeah, because he's gonna get hammered for the rest of his life for that. Now being a, like a complete hypocrite, like that, like that. You mean he's? Uh, it's the Trump effect. I mean, he's not right. You know, he did it, but kind of this Trump effect is eh. taking down people left and right. The funny thing is, though, about this stuff is there's this coach, uh, Bobby Petrino, yeah, who's coaching at Louisville right now. Um, but he was at Arkansas one time and he was on a had a bike accident. Yeah, it was all fucked up. Yeah, and it ended up that he was on the bike with like some young woman, like some uh, a student that was working in the athletic office. Okay. He's cheating on his wife Ooh. with this woman. And he ended up getting fired from Arkansas, but now he's back with like with Louisville. So like, as long as like, there's a certain amount of time, I don't know about Trump, but I think Devin will come back. I think he'll start writing so, like in like two, three years. Yeah. He'll forget about time it. Time heals all sex offenders. Oh, and if you just somewhat apply, somewhat uh, apologize. Like, I feel like I'm the opposite of that. Like, I say all kinds of disgusting shit, yeah, but, but I never it. would do anything like that to a girl ever in my life. Yeah, that's true. Look, if you're a first-time listener, we don't usually start the show talking just about engage pus- in locker room pussy, talk. pussy grabbing yeah, and locker room talk. Yeah, just engage in locker room talk. <laughs> <laughs> I say I'm going to do stupid shit. I just never do it. What we do do on this, or jock do 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 We do do is a weekly geek out session. We're going to discuss some awesome comic book, TV, and movie-related news that broke from... Uh, New York Comic Con, the most crowded fucking place on earth from the pictures I saw. We are going to review the season premiere of uh, Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow. Get into a little random TV thoughts from the week. I got some fun audio to share from our buddies over in Northumberland uh, at 365 Flicks. Fuck those guys. That listener is what you call a tease. <laughs> so stick around for the end of the show. We got a lot to do. Let's get to it right fucking now. <laughs> The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. Look, if you want to interact with us, if you want to send us news articles that you want us to comment or rip apart or talk shit about, all you got to do is visit jockandnerd.com slash contact. And you can join our Facebook group, email, tweet, send us your voice. There's still even a goddamn phone number on there. Millennials, you know that thing you Snapchat on? It also makes phone calls. I'm not sure if you know. Uh, so you can call the voicemail line old school. Let's start with uh, the DCEU Justice League has wrapped filming. And uh, Mr. Zack Snyder, everybody's favorite Zack Snyder, tweeted out a uh, little behind the scenes featurette. They made a little video 
And there's some uh, cool things in here. I like behind the scenes shit. Uh, what did you guys think uh, of this little featurette? I still didn't watch it. You're you an asshole, Rugs. Play it right <laughs> now, then. I, I watched it. And uh, I mean, it was cool. You know, ton of green screen, but lots that, of green screen. That's normal. I, I saw people saying, oh, my God, look at all the fucking green screen. That's normal. And our, if you look at any Marvel behind the scenes shoots, it's tons of green screen. And especially for Snyder, he loves it. Yeah, and he screen. loves that shit. Yeah. Uh, the big takeaway I had was that Aquaman didn't look goofy in his fucking costume. He actually looked pretty good. He looks pretty badass. Uh, there's some great shots of them like jumping. You see Superman for a second. Did you notice that? I did. You did see Superman. You do see them in an elevator together with ba- with Batman. Yeah, like coming. Off. You think they're coming down into the Batcave? That was pretty badass. I was trying to catch like what uh, Cyborg was wearing. He's wearing like a goofy thing because it's going to be all CGI. Yeah. But uh, the scene of Wonder Woman screaming like the the kind of blooper seed with uh, Jason Momoa dropping his trident. Like they're having fun. Gal Gadot looks amazing. I want to throw in, you didn't have it in here, but uh, Daniel Nosker posted a picture of Mira. Yes, so I don't Amber Heard. Yeah, Amber Heard. And I don't know if she's going to be in Justice League, but she will be in Aquaman, Aquaman, and she looks fantastic, too. These costumes look, I mean, the costume designs look great. Yeah, Zack Snyder is always good with those costumes. The costumes though. have always been fantastic, the attention to detail. The only thing I don't like about this video is a little bit of Zack Snyder's stupid face, because it reminds me that he's still... Uh, directing this thing, and it makes me nervous. I'm starting to consider him the Donald Trump of superhero movie making, guys. Do you think he learned his lesson, though, from, you know, all of the bad shit being said about uh, BBS? I mean, they they just got to slap his hand every now and then and be like, no, no, bad Snyder. And I'm sure he's like, my explosions, I have the best explosions. It's going to be huge. Huge explosion. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll be like, but Zach, uh, you have to put in establishing shots so the viewer knows where they're wrong. And uh, he just, he won't, he won't. I don't know. We'll see how much they could rein him in. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. but No, that was, look, that was a little harsh, but I did it for the joke. I don't maybe completely agree. Was that the bit you were telling me about prior to the show? You were like, I got a bit. I got a thing. I, I, I'm, I'm saving this thing. That's one of them. <laughs> I have another one, too. All right. No, but I, dude, I love this. I, like, they're having fun. This movie's going to be, it's got to be a little more hype for for justice League it's still the that asshole zach snyder it is so. so daniel nosker also commented when he posted the picture he's like why show this is it too much do you feel like they're kind of like we have to be very transparent now and show everything and they can't or is it not too i was much? unclear if that picture was from aquaman or justice league i'm assuming justice league but who knows why are they showing it i mean this is kind of this the world we live in yeah right? yeah blockbuster movies i i didn't have a problem with it i guess Back in the day, which I wasn't around for, I would have been like, why are they showing this? But that's whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I'm got trying me to avoid all these spoilers, but now I watch the stupid thing while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many spoilers. It's behind the like, scenes. I hate, I hate that I spoil myself on stuff. Like, I really would like to just watch it in the movie and, and get the most mileage you can't, out of it. I know. You can't do that anymore. Even well, as hard as you try. this shit, I got to watch everything. <laughs> well, we everything. are. We have to comment on it. But... Yeah, as far as the Atlanteans, I think it'd be hilarious if, like, because in that shot, she's standing by the water, but her hair is completely dry. How funny would it be if they come out of the water and it cuts to them and their hair is just, like, dry? They're just completely dry. And they just explain it's like, oh, that's one of our powers. Instant drying when we come into the atmosphere. Yeah. (laughs) I believe it. I'd buy that for a dollar. Okay, let's move on to some uh, MCU news. We talked about Wolverine 3. uh, This is an MCU. Oh, sorry. It's Fox. Fox is Marvel. Fox is Marvel. 
Hawks is horrible. It's F U. It's the F M U. It's the F. Uh, fuck off. We talked about Logan last bit, is it? last episode. No. Uh, but now we have, you know, we had the poster of uh, Logan's hand and the little kid's hand, and everyone assumed what we assumed has been confirmed. X twenty three is in this movie, uh, but there's going to be a bunch of villains. That so the girl playing X twenty three, her name is Sienna Novikov, and that's actually her hand. They also, oh, she is. I don't know. Look, <laughs> look her up. <laughs> I'm gonna. She's a, that was a very creepy. Uh, how old is she? Very Trump-like. Well, because I'll be dating her. I'll be dating her in ten young. years. Oh Look. wow, she's young as fuck. She's a child. She's only a four. <laughs> <laughs> what has she been in, Anthony? She's shit. Daddy's Trump would home? be like, she's got no boobs. She's only a. She's only eight. It's done nothing. I mean, really nothing. Okay, look, Boyd Holbrook is playing Donald Pierce, one of the bad guys in Logan. So X-23 first appeared. I did not know this. I forgot about this. Maybe I did in the cartoon X-Men Evolution animated series. Hmm. I was not aware. She's and she was called X-23 and she's currently, of course, she has the mantle of Wolverine. So according to the rap, Logan follows. Yeah, in the com. Right. She's called that has the mantle of Wolverine in her own series from Marvel Comics right now. According to the rap, Logan follows a government-type operation called Transigen. That's turning mutant children into killing machines. Jackman ends up mentoring the girl who has two claws instead of his three, which is awesome. Richard E. Grant is playing Dr. Xander Rice, a character from the comics, and no Mr. Sinister as one of the villains in the movie or in any capacity. Maybe they're saving him for uh, the next X-Men film, which is what they teased at the end of Apocalypse. Right. Remember that movie? That happened over the summer. That did. I forgot. That was this year? That was this year? Yeah, my friend Chris Atello said he just saw it, who he's been on the show. He brought yeah. it up to me this yeah. week. And I said, you know, I haven't thought about that movie since I saw it that week. No, it's pretty it it's pretty forgettable. I think with this Logan movie, I think Tyler Perry should make an X-Men crossover with Medea, and she should call it Lurgan. What do you think? Was that uh, your bit? <laughs> that was the other one. Wow. That Not funny. <laughs> Oh, my Lurgan. Wow. You thought of that and were like really excited to share that. I wrote you told that. me during the day that you were guys, like, I, I got something good. Guys, I wrote that. That's original. Only you will only find original material here on the Jock and Nerd. Can we that and put that at the beginning and the end of the show? We should sandwich the show with that. Absolutely. I will. St- we'll cut that Lurgan. out in post. No, Lurgan. we won't. Oh, my Lurgan. All right. Let's move on, you motherfuckers. Why did you think of that? Because, uh, first of all, he watches Tyler Perry movies. Yeah. He has to have seen one. He, those movies make millions of dollars. People. He's, he he's he got a movie over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, and, uh, and, uh, the man he's worth more than like a lot of the famous. And actors. he's been, he was in the uh, Marvel movie, but wasn't was like, he? he was just like, just like big mama's house, like a thousand times. There's something that his recipe has tapped into. It is the yeah, classic it, example it, of do the same thing over and over again. It's, little twist it's like the, the most over-the-top African-American stereotypes ever. But the guy over has a great story. Over. He started from, like, writing plays. Like, this all started on the stage. And I remember hearing about him back then. And from from that to what he's built is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's move what on. What did you think of him, though, really? I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I just wanted to say... Lurgan. The only reason I know Tyler Perry at all is from this YouTube thing that I saw called M- Marisa... It's this guy in drag. It's really funny. Look at he, him. Well, his He's net funny. worth as of 2015 is $400 million. Jeez. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad for Lurgan. I just wanted to say Lurgan. Man. I, I uh, still don't know how you got to that point. <laughs> That's how my mind works. 
Wow. People. Do drugs, kids. No, Don't do drugs. It's, yeah, it's too late for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're sidetracked. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to some big monster movie news. Yes. Kong Skull Island. Yes. I guess they handed out this promotional poster for Kong Skull Island, New York Comic Con, and they sent them to some movie sites, and it, it reads, bring the truth to light. It looks like a map of Skull Island. However... When you apply a black light to the poster, it shows you that Skull Island actually rests on the bones of a massive ancient monster. A monarch insignia is also revealed. Where do we know monarch from? From Godzilla 2014. The, the fucking company that made Godzilla in Godzilla, the project, uh, which unhurt those bones. What a cool fucking idea for a poster. What a great tie-in. What does this mean? This is pretty fucking cool. It just means that there's more mystery to the world than we know. Well, there's that, and who the fuck carries around a blacklight unless you're looking for semen? Um, <laughs> also, uh, so CSI, scorp- people. Scorp- CSI people, scorpions, if you live in the desert, scorpions fluoresce under blacklight. But there's, there's more on the poster. There is an inscription. It reads, his mouth is fire, his roar, the floodwater, his breath is death. Enlil made him guardian of the cedar forest to frighten off the mortal who would venture there, but who would venture there? What the fuck does all that mean? That sounds like they're talking about Godzilla and not yeah. King Kong. It could be. I, all I have to say, though, is I, I, I mean, it's a cool idea. The island floating on what it looks like maybe Godzilla's uh, dorsal fin. Whoa, yeah. Um, I mean, that's what it looks like is completely unrealistic. It's It'd cool. But, but yeah, Godzilla is not the size of a planet. Let's go now. Let's, oh. you know, come on now. I also read somewhere that Enlil is kind of the big monster that will be the villain in the movie. Ooh. That it's Enlil. Enlil is a is a is a thing. It's a creature that has some Enlil? mythology. E N L I L because that's the inscription said. Enlil made him guardian of the cedar forest. Enlil. Okay. Enlil. Enlil. Yeah. I'm but Google imaging what an Enlil looks like. Great. Uh, great fucking looks marketing. Like a, oh, it looks like a fucking Egyptian. Yeah, it's 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 based in some kind of ancient Egyptian mythology. Uh, I read in this other article hmm. and little cool. I'm, I God. am I am pumped for the an American Godzilla King Kong crossover. So this is the next step step. Uh, last thing in the movie news section. We got a new Rogue One trailer also I just dropped. Yep. Uh, wow. I got to tell you, I watched this and instantly I was like, I I'm loving this more than Force Awakens already. Oh, shit. Because it's Damn. it's original. Like, all of a sudden, I'm getting uh, an original feel, a little different take on the Star Wars universe. What do you guys think well, of the thing? Well, let me let me ask you one quick question, Imran. Yeah. You were the one, you were freaking out about the reshoots. Are you are you a little bit more calm now about these reshoots? Oh, uh, no, yeah. Does it not seem to have affected much? Uh, or maybe it did. Maybe it changed the film now, and the film that you're about to see is uh, improved. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's... Maybe they just added more Darth Vader. That would be yeah, fine. That would absolutely be fine. I like the little reveal that uh, Jin Erso, the lead, her father was the guy who had like drafted the plans. And that's how she's involved in all this. Uh, I like it's seeing starting to make more sense. Yeah. 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 I like uh, I like seeing Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed's in his fucking Nas is in this. Yeah. yeah, bro. And other other dudes using the force. The action looks great. Uh, the still the battle scenes from the ground. You know, the scale of it looks cool. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Yeah, if if there's anything, I mean, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, as I've said over and over and over and over and over, but uh, this trailer was well cut. 
I did like uh, where the storyline is possibly heading. And if there's one thing Gareth Edwards is good at is shooting to a sense of scale. Because, I mean, the shot of the the people walking towards the mountain, yeah. there's tons of shots of people in the forest, the scale, everything looks gigantic. And I, it's never been portrayed like that, in my opinion, in Star Wars before. Yeah, it's like it's a great, like different. It feels not like a Star Wars movie. Well, you could definitely see that they're going away from that that studio, the Star Wars look. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's kind of it's got its own thing going, and I like it. Absolutely. It feels gigantic. Like it actually, even though Star Wars is in space and is you know space is infinite, so it should feel like that. This actually feels like a huge place. It feels epic. Yeah. It feels it, and and the and the shots. I mean, just. It's beautiful with the shots on the beach and mm-hmm. all that, you know, in, in the forest and palm trees. Like, who would have thought that you could have a movie called Star Wars and have sands and beaches? In the fucking rainforest. Yeah, yeah I'm loving right. some of the looks of the, the, the aliens and the space battles look great. And Forrest Whitaker, who also recently cast in Black Panther. Oh, shit. Forrest Whitaker, Black Panther will have Forrest Whitaker. I can't wait to see white people fucking get racist on Twitter after that movie comes out. Jesus, they couldn't handle Luke Cage. What the fuck is going to happen when Black Panther comes no, out? What, people were people thinking Luke Cage was racist. Oh yeah, you missed. Did we talk about that last week? Yes, yes. Yeah, there oh were God. there were people going, "What the hell? What am I watching on Netflix? Like this isn't diverse. They it's just, all black people." They just, <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't get that. How could Netflix put something like this on? They're like, "Where's the white people on? Uh, literally, where are they on literally everything else? That's where they are. The fucking show takes place no, in Harlem. You assholes. I saw like assholes. a white like uh, fireman. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's some cameos. Yeah, there's some cameos. But Rug, I mean, what do you think of this trailer? Yeah, I think it, it's starting to come together. Like before, like it was just kind of like very vague, and it was just seemed like okay, I don't know what this is about. There's just a bunch of People saying these things that I can't really put them together exactly what the story is, but now I kind of know the girl's father is involved. He he designed the Death Star. They need her to try and get in there and figure this out and get the plans or get information on the Death Star. I know that that's the plot now, and that they're forming this little team to kind of help her, and that starts the revolution. And then Darth Vader's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. So like, I can I can kind of. Before I couldn't tell you that stuff from the trailer. I so. do think. Do you guys think? Other than Darth Vader, it looks like there's no Jedi's in this movie. No, but there's other there's other dudes using the Force. I mean, he mentions uh, there's the Force, force wielders. There. Yeah, there's Force, force wielders. wielders but no, but no Jedi's, right? There may or may or, not. Well, be may Jedi's. not be. From what we've seen in the trailer, yeah. does that is that a big part of Star Wars, or is that is that cool no Jedi's that? are a big part of Star Wars? But I think it's cool to like see other yes. Force wielders yes. that are not Jedi. Absolutely, yeah. I'm totally okay. Or, with or that. people fighting against the the Rebel Alliance or whatever the hell it is. What's what's the bad guys called? The the uh, the Empire. The Empire fighting like, against the Empire without the Jedi Force. That'd be kind of cool. You could say like okay, let's say that, like the Jedi's are like Tibetan monks. Yeah, right. Or they, knights. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. But they're like very, very, you know, pious, and they and they they do this thing, and they're very committed. There's other guys that don't have that commitment and all of this stuff. They kind of can use the force. Okay. So it's interesting. They've never been really featured, so it'd be cool to like check them out. I mean, I like this idea when they showed in the last trailer that the you know the force is kind of a religion, uh, you know, yeah. and and other people can can tap into it. So 
That's really cool. I still think people are confused as to, is this the after the last Star Wars movie? When does this take place? I still don't think uh, a lot of people are getting yeah, it. Yeah, there's are, a lot of people that don't know. There, there's people that are very confused. And to be fair, I mean, there's only like very brief shots of Darth Vader. So they're not really pushing this as a prequel. I'm so, and that's the sad thing is I don't think uh, this obviously is not going to make nearly as much money as The Force Awakens. I don't think Who it knows? could. Who knows? But I'm really so much more excited for this now seeing this than uh, The Force Awakens. Is- I, I was re-watching it as you guys were talking. Yeah. It is quite beautiful. Yeah. Shot. Or at least know, the trailer's cut for your beautiful. I don't know why they wouldn't even include that into the trailer. Like before Skywalker. Right. Just this. Yes. They should just. Like just that one line would have probably well, set you straight. Didn't you say Imran one, a long time ago that they won't have the, the crawl to start this movie? They, yeah. Like, I mean, I think they were debating that. And that was the whole argument is like, what is the. This, what is that only I, for the mainstream Star Wars story? I feel line? like this would almost be essential to this movie to have the crawl. They better this is ex- the first time where you got to be like, wait, where are we in the timeline? Also, like Star Wars fans are ashamed to admit that they are excited for a prequel. Oh, you know, to after after going through you know the first three episodes, that this is a, a, a more true prequel to the main Star Wars stories. I guess I don't know. I like that it's just outside. And uh, it, does a prequel dampen any enthusiasm no, for you? Guys? No, no, uh, not for me. What about you? I mean, you know how this is going to end. No, I mean, I watch Star Wars Rebels, yeah, and the Clone Wars, and that's and all, all that in stuff. canon with this movie now. Yeah, and that's actually really cool stuff. They're doing a good job with it. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I hope it makes uh, as most much money. most people are like, man, prequel. I don't like right, that. right, right. We it's know become, how that's going to end. It's become a dirty word. It's become a dirty word. Well, it depends on what you do. It, you can't just rule out any everything just because a lot of them suck. Yeah. Okay. It's December though, but you know what? Week. We should uh, we'll watch it. We'll review it. We did Force Awakens. It's only it's only fair, I think. Uh, oh, it, we'll definitely review. Yeah, right. It. Yeah. I, I'm excited for yeah. it from just this trailer. Right on. Uh, okay, let's move on to some small screen stuff on the television, uh, guys. They're finally canceling the goddamn annoying Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon that even I. I've stopped stop watching. Wow. I watched, yes, I watched it for a while. And I'm like, terrible. I'm like, Awful. I'm done. It's like Family Guy cartoon. I don't know what they're doing. What they did, what was good about that show is that they brought in the MCU characters in terms of like Coulson and Simmons and Fitz, and they tied in a lot of those characters in the thing. Anyways, that show's canceled. A new Spider-Man series will replace it, uh, which... No shocker, we'll take Peter Parker back to high school to tell the same fucking, well, it says to tell some fresh new stories. No, they're doing this to tie it into the Avengers Spider-Man. Featuring the wall crawlers. So, okay. They're going to now take the homecoming Spider-Man and kind of, you know, expand on him and make it all like nicey nice. Well, look, I don't don't mind that. I kind of like how they tie it in. Here's why I'm kind of a little bit more uh, uh, hopeful for this. It's not fucking man of action handling uh the stuff this is yeah but i mean as long as it's marvel and disney eh, yeah trying to cross promote you're gonna get some nonsense look one of the guys is from robot chicken editor story editor kevin shinnick and uh another director from avengers assemble so yeah i mean i didn't like avengers assemble no no earth's mightiest heroes was way better but it's just you know the description of the thing is so it's the same shit so it really doesn't tell you anything you know, it says insecure well, yet when, courageous. When they tell you it's a, a yeah. fresh take, though. A fr- it's a fresh take on uh, the old to, story. Ha- then you had to take it, you know? it's Again, fresh. oh my God, how many times did they say fresh take in this article? A fresh take on the beloved classic that'll engage both new and existing Spidey fans. 
with its you're telling me nothing. Just stop pandering. Yeah, to people. you're telling me nothing. There's no voice cast. Just make good shit. Just make. Don't a tell good, me it's fresh. Take a nod from the spectacular Spider-Man uh, series and just do that again. That was the best one, in my humble opinion. Do it good. Just do it. Just do it right. Moving on, Haley Atwell, everybody is returning as Agent Carter. Oh, shit. But not how we want. She will be returning as Agent Carter as the voice of Agent Carter in the Avengers cartoon. Lame. So sort of, sort of good, but not really. I don't know. Uh, So the next season of their Avengers cartoon running now is going to be called Avengers Secret Wars. And uh, she'll be part of the SSR, and there'll be Howard Stark, Petty Carter. I guess they'll some of it takes in the place in the past. I don't know. I was excited for a second, and then you read the rest of it, yeah, and then you get really non-news. What? Yeah, what? Uh, tease. Here's some great news. New York Comic Con had a huge uh, Netflix news coming out of it. We got all the fucking defenders on stage, which was it was great to see them together. They were like sending out fun little. Twitter pictures of them. People seem to be as excited as when the Avengers got on stage at a convention. Did we skip Haley Atwell? No, we just did it. Were you not paying attention? He was messing with his mic. Did it cut out? No, uh, I clicked on your link for Agent Carter. Yeah. And like some like heavy metal started playing. So I couldn't hear anything you said. Oh, there's a... Yeah, these stupid... Those so these fucking the comicbook.com has like auto we'll play cut this videos. Post. I will no, auto play videos. No, don't do time. that. Just it's funny when I say we cut the sound post and you'll. Get it out. <laughs> That's the running gag. I had to pee for the audience that doesn't, <laughs> isn't, isn't want, is wondering what the fuck it just happened. Oh, do you even podcast? Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to pee sometimes. Protein shake goes right through me. Uh, were you excited to see the defenders on stage all at once, Anthony? Did you see these photos? Yeah, I did saw right? the, see those photos. It was cool. I mean, you know, we've seen the Avengers. This is like. Avengers like it was the but people seem to be as excited. But it's cool. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's definitely cool. And I like I've liked all the characters so far. I'm curious to see what uh, Iron Fist looks like. Well, we got a a good look at, in our first trailer for Iron uh, the Iron Fist. Uh, and this trailer, what do you guys think of this trailer? There was some some cool parts. Uh, it was okay. It was okay. I kind of wanted more uh highlights uh what do you guys have in terms of highlights I, you know why i think these trailers are kind of meh for yeah. the, the netflix stuff is because you instead of like a marvel movie which is like two and a half hours this is 13 hours so and to condense that into two minutes yeah. like what footage do you use yeah, what do you what can and they're you, still probably working on stuff you don't want to give shit away but right. you want like, you want to tease people enough i thought it was cool that we got to see like he's going to actually have a glowing fist now, judging by how these Netflix series have gone, he'll probably develop the glowing fist at like the end and, and then, just be, yeah, and <laughs> be like 13. called Iron Fist in Iron Episode Thirteen <laughs> and finally wear the costume because that's how these all have been. I do love how it says the final defender, and they're trying to tell like the origin story. You see the plane crash. I like how there's a lot of kung fu in this. Like, I'm excited to see these fight scenes all of a sudden. I, I feel like that the guy's a little doughy, to be uh, to be honest with you. He's not cut enough at the end. Yeah, Anthony's he is a little more, doughy. Yeah. Like, Anthony's more ripped than this guy. <laughs> so you see him. His, he's just, like, average. You're right. You see the last shot where you see this tattoo on his chest. But it's not – he's not like – like, Charlie Cox is way more fucking cut than this guy. Uh, yeah, we'll he, they need to get him uh, – they need to get him, like, uh, some Billy Blanks videos. It's easy to be like Iron Fist. That's just basically Daredevil, right? Yeah. Like, same shit. So I, he needs to be like goofy as fuck. Like Iron Fist has always been like this kind of like rich guy that was kind of aloof and like doesn't see color 
and doesn't like he's, really, he's kind of like the he's sc- kind of like goofy like he's 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 this white rich guy that grew yeah. up in like kun lao and like yeah. what like he comes back to america and he doesn't really understand everything and like he's just a, he's a different kind of guy well he's almost like the straight guy danny Rand, where he's always like centered and uh you know takes everything he's almost centered literally. but he's like he's like everyone around him thinks he's weird because he's so like he's different he grew up in a different he, he's basically a foreigner yeah he grew up in a fucking weird dimension of I mean, cra- Kun Lu with yeah. the dragons and shit. Where the plane crashed. Uh, I like that we, we see Madame Gao uh, from Daredevil in this. And I yeah. think Nuke possibly might be also in this from Jessica Jones. Well, they've been teasing Madame Gao being in this. For, I mean, the, the insignia on her on her drugs was oh, like the, yeah. the evil si- counterpart to Iron Fist. And as far as setting, you know, we've had Hell's Kitchen. We've had where was Jessica Jones? That was also Kitchen. that was also was Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. It was Hell's Kitchen, yeah. but it was like all over. New it was York. just a block over at Hell's Kitchen. And then we've had Harlem. Now this seems to just be like Midtown New York, like uh, Midtown Manhattan ish kind of. So they're I feel like they're expanding their base. And you see Colleen Wing, which is in the comic books, is one one of his uh, 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 sidekicks. There's and there's a little Easter egg in Luke Cage. You see uh, of Colleen Wing on a poster. You just see her name. Uh, which is kind of cool, but again, billionaire white guy uh, becomes superhero. You know, they're spreading out through all of Manhattan uh, with these series. I'm waiting for Yonkers to get represented. <laughs> Yonkers will have uh... no love for the YO. <laughs> <laughs> Who can protect Yonkers? You need like uh, Elastic Man or uh, somebody goofy. Uh, but also setting up for the Defenders to uh, spread the town around. Everyone will kind of have their region. Uh, who knows what can happen? That'll be really exciting. Yeah, I we- think. I think what we saw in Daredevil season two, that big pit, is what what they're going to be up against. Something. Oh yeah, that that never got resolved. What's in the hole? Right. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Ask Trump. <laughs> <laughs> also, last episode we talked about. You know, we saw those photos of uh, Deborah Ann Wall as Karen Page sitting on a bench uh, filming Puncher. Officially confirmed, but also. The, the bad news is, Anthony, remember we talked about the dates and possibly we were getting three in 2017. Yeah. I was wrong. Lame. Of course. Uh, they're they're <laughs> saying. Did you hear Rock Boy? Yes. Of course, <laughs> of course I was. Uh, Punisher isn't expected to debut until 2018. So I'm still confused as to what they were actually shooting. Are they sh- They're shooting this before the Defenders, which is supposed to come out 2017, which they haven't started. Sh- I don't know. I got confused. So maybe it's just Iron Fist and Defenders uh, next year, and then Punisher. I don't know. Make it three a year. Let uh, me ask Rugboy something really quick. Yeah. Yes. You've seen this guy that plays Iron Fist in Game of Thrones? Yes. Is Finn he any Jones. Good? Well, he was playing a guy that made out with other guys. Oh, so quite a different, <laughs> quite, oh, quite a different character. Uh, like he for... was like a uh, in Game of Thrones. All right, there's this family that's trying to marry into like the the Lannisters, which is like the main evil family. Yeah, yeah. And basically, uh, they had the secret was that the guy was like secretly gay, mm-hmm. and they didn't want anybody to know. I mean, everybody knew, but nobody wanted to, like. So basically, it was like uh, he was a foil, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like when they named him. Iron Fist, I wasn't like jumping for joy. No, a lot of people were like, that's the but most whitest like, you know, guy you who could cares? pick. You know, whatever. You know, we got a lot of people that uh, go that way that play superheroes. Ah, Flash. And, um, <laughs> oh, shit. And, uh, you know, so, and it's fine and it works great. So uh, let's let's see what happens. Just, so. just the, the initial description. Well, he was just a guy that 
made out with other guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it just it just goes against type of like what it is. He's just like, a good like, actor. Uh, yeah, they just means he's a good actors, actor. It doesn't matter. I mean, so far they've they've been good with all their leads throughout these shows. I don't think uh, this one's going to falter. Uh, you know what? Know what the thing is is I, not even the baggage from Game of Thrones that I seen him in that role and it kind of like colors it a little bit, which I don't care. Yeah. It's just that I wish there was a guy that I knew that for a fact knew karate or knew kung fu or something. You know that that I, I you know he could have I, trained really really hard. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be unless you're Keanu Reeves. I mean, there's like a lot of kung fu. There's gonna be a lot yeah. of kung fu uh, fight scenes in this, which is one of the things I'm looking forward to. Yeah, uh, but I think they're good. They know that they're good at casting these things. So far, they haven't missed. Speaking of like good at casting, and another move of getting huge stars to join the MCU at New York Comic Con revealed that the villain. In the Defenders will be played by Sigourney Weaver. Oh shit! That's all. That's amazing. Like she's gonna be that. She's that's awesome. I can't. I don't know she's what else to say. She's gonna be Thanos. She's gonna be Thanos. Absolutely, rugs. <laughs> uh, who, who could she be? Well, do I don't know. But here's a couple. I found an article. There's a couple of most likely people. There's something known as the Beast of the Hand that's tied okay. into the Shadowland and the Hand and Daredevil. Uh, so that's a possibility. Uh, some of these others are weird. Uh, this one says Silvermane, a female version of Silvermane, who's a crime boss in the Spider-Man universe also. And he's kind of a goofy old guy in a robot cyborg suit. Uh, <laughs> but I don't, I don't really know who the defenders fight. This one might be the most possible. The CEO of IGH, which if you remember from Jessica Jones was the corporation that was experimenting on people. Uh, and with that created nuke. Oh, okay. So that could be the tie-in. That might be the most right? logical. That I'm seems look, I'm like scrolling through it the makes yeah. the most sense. And then they have Mephisto. Uh, but no. I don't, have you, Rugs, have you read any Defenders comic books ever? I don't actually read any. Yeah, I did, but Who I do they fight? Them. Who do they fight? You remember? I don't remember to tell you the truth. And we got such a long time We got ago. Sister Maggie, which is a, uh, she's not a villain. She's a daredevil. It's weird character. that they're called the Defenders. Right. The original incarnation of the Defenders yeah. was Doctor Strange, yeah. Hulk, Namor, yeah. and then Silver Surfer. Oh. This isn't like anything like that. That's a, that's a <laughs> harder hitting group of uh, Defenders there. Yeah. Uh, not really that. At, at, at the first choice, this article has uh, a character named Viper. A version of Viper appeared in the Wolverine a few years back, but given the character's history with Hydra as Madam Hydra, it says they wouldn't be remotely surprised if this is another one of those characters both Marvel and 20th Century Fox can use. And they're like, as you may have noticed, Weaver was wearing green when she came on stage. And the, the image of this character, she's got a full, she got green hair, green lipstick, a full green costume. I'm quite surprised they got Sigourney Weaver. Right? That's so awesome. I mean, That's joining cool. like Robert Redford and uh, fucking Sam Jackson and all these I'm, people. I'm surprised that she's doing the TV. Yeah. You know, I would have thought she might have made her way to a film. I bet she probably rather would have had that. But maybe the cachet of this Netflix, you know, they're heading towards more original content. And every series seems to, you know, pick up more steam and buzz and attention. And people just dig it. Uh, she's like, I want in. Bring good thing in. this good thing defenders I, from what i heard is only 8 episodes these shows are all yeah, too long better. yes shorter's 10 better. make them shorter they at least 10, 13 is way too long early sneak peek to my review Lake cage these shows run out of steam no you could do all these shows in 10 <laughs> episodes for fuck's sake uh, uh there's another 
uh, thing I wanted to share with you guys. Anthony, you may not be familiar with the Valiant universe in the comic books. Are you familiar at all with any of these characters? I, I've heard the term Valiant. I, I'm not familiar. Though. So this this comic book, uh, independent comic book company itself has such an amazing history. Like we could do a whole show on it. Uh, yeah. In the day. in the 90s when we went to college, that was one of their heydays. You know, they pulled old characters and brought them back to life. Great writing, great art. They kind of went bankrupt. Then they were bought by this Indian kid who revived it. And now the uh, company Bat in the Sun, who do who do the superhero beatdown videos, you've seen those, right? They're fun. Yeah. The costuming and the fight choreography the in those Batman videos. Versus Darth Vader one. Yeah. The ooh, the Batman, the Superman, and Batman versus Darth Vader one is amazing. Great production effects. They've been tapped to do like an, a web series for valiant characters, and they, there's a, a a teaser for it's called Ninjak. Versus the Valiant Universe. And Ninjak is, is an awesome ninja character from the Valiant Universe. The guy playing Ninjak is the guy who played Deadshot on Arrow. Yes. And this this trailer is pretty sick. Like, their production is, it looks like uh, network television. I, I mean, looking at it, and it's, is it animated? No, no it's, it's live it's, action. Yeah, it's oh, like wow. it's like B-movie level. Like I think it's almost up there with CW, the CW shows. Yeah, maybe. Uh, no, not that, no? that much, but like it's they do an okay job, but they're, they're, there's a big cheese factor there. It's like definitely B-movie, but it's still worth checking out. They do a good job. It's entertaining to watch. Um, if you don't know about the Valiant Universe, I'll just do a quick rundown. Absolutely. Here, let me give you this. Here's the rundown. Okay, so Jim Shooter was this like major like uh, dude in the in, in, working at Marvel, big writer, and he left Marvel to form his own company. And so he wanted to make a universe of superheroes that didn't wear necessarily wear costumes or capes. Right. And they kept it that way for a long time, but they eventually went to the cape route, like you know whatever. But they made this crazy universe, and they had all of these cool like down to earth, like kind of realistic. Yeah. Uh, like superheroes. They were trying so, to be a more grounded, like Marvel almost. So, so they had like their counterparts to like everybody. Yeah. But like, like one of their main guys that they have is Bloodshot. Yeah. Bloodshot's awesome. Which is like a Punisher, like a guy, a soldier who has nanites in him. Remember Universal Soldier? Like those guys that they throw in the freezer and they'd, they'd be unstoppable. Yep. He's basically the same thing. He's like this guy. He looks like a corpse with like red glowing eyes. And he's like the Punisher. He just goes and kicks ass and whatever. And he's like strong. He's got the nanites in his blood that can like repair him and any injury. Well, but you see him in this teaser. He's pale. He's got a red dot and, yeah, he, gets, and he gets shot in the head and then it heals up. He's being played by the guy who used to play the Green Rangers in Power That's Rangers. That's right. Jason Frank? Yes. yes. Jason David Frank? Yes. Yeah. He's playing so, Bloodshot and Bloodshot's awesome. I used to draw Bloodshot. Ninjak. Ninjak is like a ninja, kind of like a. Uh, ninja Richard for hire. Is he Valiant? He's Valiant, he's too. Valiant he's all also. Valiant. Why is this called him versus the Valiant? It's just him fighting the entire Yeah, yeah. that must be the setup as it starts well, with him. I figured that they, they picked Ninjak to be the centerpiece mm -hmm. because he's a ninja and they do a lot of martial arts, so it plays perfectly. And then Bloodshot comes in because he's he's also does martial arts, too, but he's more like a Batman, like a powerhouse. He's not really so much he, like a... And like, he's got lots of guns. Like, yeah, if you could imagine, like he's kind of like Batman with guns or the Punisher. More, more or less, yeah, yeah. he can do fight. He could fight, but he's not as aerial and acrobatic as somebody like Robin or Nightwing would be. And I mean, imagine Jack's more like that. Punisher but, with like Wolverine's healing factor. 
is uh, you, yeah. you kind of get bloodshot. They have their own Iron Man, which is Exo Man of War. They have yes. their own mutants, yes. which is called oh. um, Harbingers. The Harbingers, yes. Then you had uh, Archer and Armstrong, which was like a fat guy, and, and, a, and the Eternal Warrior. Yeah. There's so many cool characters in that. And Barry Windsor I, Smith used to draw a couple of yeah. books. Like the art was great. It was very good. I have. I used to have a ton and of these. I heard that this revival is very cool. Yes, and it's still on the DL. It's not like very very well known. And I plan on one day going and fucking catching up on it. I mean, it's selling well. Trades. Yeah. And I've heard it's, it's pretty critically acclaimed and, uh, it's, uh, it could sneak in. I mean, the guy's trying to build a universe to, you know, compete with the big three. Well, I, I just watched the trailer yes. where you guys were talking. And I was listening to it is, I mean, it's good. It's not, it's, Imran, it's maybe not. it's slightly below the CW. It's, 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 it it's B level. It it's is. B level yeah. best. Yeah. It's B level. At yeah, its listen best. to rug boy. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, for these guys, you know, they started, you know, that this kind of they built it themselves and started their craft doing these uh, videos. And- it, it's in between B level and like a sci-fi flick. Okay, yeah. Which is it's not that. It's great. the same level as all their other fucking videos, the Bat and the Sun. It's, yeah. not, it's maybe a maybe a slight step above. There, lots of After Effects. So is this uh, going to be an actual movie? It's a web no, no. series. It's going to oh, be it's a web, a web it's just series. on the web. Yeah. But I mean, right. I think this is a cool way to introduce cool. people yeah. to the Valiant yep, universe. Absolutely. Yeah. And. To be, I mean, to be honest, if they were to get on TV and they were to get some something made that could uh, get out to the masses, I think people would love their characters because they were very well thought out. They were super well thought out. They didn't have any of the baggage that um, the image characters had, yep. which is like clone, like really bad clones of Marvel characters yeah. and DC characters. Like they actually thought about everything, like and and put it into context very well. It's just. A sad thing that they uh, went bankrupt. Yeah, and they got a, a second life, but yeah, definitely quality stories, quality art, well thought out stuff. I'm, I'm hoping that this people this gets people interested in some valiant stuff. Speaking of like ninjas, sort of. Yeah. Um, going off topic here, but did you guys catch the new Power Rangers trailer? Yeah, yes. I did. What'd you guys think? Uh, it was. I mean, it was okay. I mean, Power Rangers wasn't for me, but I I liked the update of it. A lot of people were like. This is like Breakfast Club meets, uh, you know, Power Rangers kind of thing because they're, you know, they go, they're all in detention. Uh, eh, you know, I could, for people who grew up with this, uh, I would probably be pretty geeked for this. Look, American Power Rangers is so ridiculously fucking bad yeah. that no Anything- one has a right, no one has a right to ever fucking be protective of it. Now, if you're into like Super Sentai and all that shit from Japan, that's different because that's a different level of stuff there. But, you know, American Power Rangers, like, lucky you're getting anything, guys. <laughs> well, okay. I'll just say, as someone that did grow up on this, American Power Rangers, not Japan. I kind of like the trailer. Yeah? I, I do. Th- I mean, inevitably, I think this movie is just destined to be bad. But uh, this trailer got me excited. It's pre- pretty decent. So, I, yeah, I, I thought. I mean, uh, it was Charlize Theron's in it, right? Or is that Charlize Theron? No, that's no, Elizabeth I mean, Banks. Elizabeth Banks. The, as, yeah. you know, white people. White yeah, actors, all, they the all white shit. blonde women. They all look the same. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it could be like a Pacific Rim. You know, you got robots, a super robot like Voltron. You know, the, yeah. you got uh, a big monster to fight. That could be awesome. Uh, uh, it's funny, Anthony, that you mentioned this because I had this in the notes and I cut it to cut it trip time. But what I found interesting was the story regarding Max Landis about the trailer. Did you, did you catch no, any of no, this? No, so no Max Landis tweets this out, right? This is what he wrote. He goes, I wrote a silly, fun, goofy, retro teen action adventure movie. They fired me. And five or so writers later, it appears they made Chronicle. 
Uh, basically, he was fired from this movie, and he's calling him out for making his movie Chronicle again. It says they appear. It does, it does look Chronicle. <laughs> yes, and he goes. Yes, it appears they hired the writer of Chronicle, and he wrote a Power Rangers movie. So they fired him and made Chronicle instead. He's pretty much saying this movie is Chronicle, and Max Landis is That's just. Funny. It's hilarious. Really hilarious. So that was the best part of this whole Power Rangers trailer is that it got Max Landis all in a huff. <laughs> he's always pissed about something. Yes. He is pissy. Um, at least they now have the yellow ranger being the Asian girl and the black ranger being the black guy. Two on the nose? Oh, what's wrong with that? <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's light up all the colors properly. <laughs> the pink ranger? Is the pink ranger still a girl? It's a yes. girl. And then the red ranger should have been like, what, a Native American? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. We're Russian. These things write themselves, people. That's all you gotta do is it's color-coded ethnicity. Uh, but... Uh, Max, you know what? Write, write a movie. Give us something good. What are you been doing? I think he does write movies, but he just rubs everyone the wrong way. <laughs> that is, no one wants to buy his shit. No. Well, he, I was, even though he is a good writer, he always, yeah, he always reminds me of like a rich dad. It doesn't matter. He, so. he's like the geek, like Martin Shkreli. I, there's something about that that's very similar. Well, you know, he's his dad's like isn't he dad uh, the famous uh, Landis? Yeah. yeah. Was it? What's his first John, name? John Landis. John Landis. Yeah. Did American Werewolf in London and the Thriller video. Well, he's yeah. very outspoken, but I do remember we talked about his uh, wrestling videos and his uh, Man of Steel. His wrestling video. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah, they're crazy. It, it, it's good. They're crazy. His wrestling video is good. His Man of Steel stuff that he talks about is good. So we're going to end the new section with something I'm the, probably the most excited to hear right now. Why? It's because Rug Boy has seen Shin Gujira. Oh, shit. So, yeah, okay, yeah. hold on. I'm going to give you this and let you have at it, Rugs. Give us a, a quick uh, reaction. Here's the rundown. I was uh, somewhat disappointed in it. Uh, oh, shit. I'm not surprised, though. I mean, the way you were talking about it. Okay, go well, ahead. Th- this is the thing, and I, I got to put like a little bit of a caveat out there is that this is what happens when you're doing this type of shit where you're doing like a podcast you spoil the shit out of everything like you uh, sorry you, you see everything you you get the news bits you blah 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 and i think that that took away a lot of the impact of the movie because so many people are coming out of this movie like jizzing in their pants and i'm like what movie did you see <laughs> like everything was just underwhelming and like just eh, like lame you know well but uh they were uh, uh let me just say this very quickly the movie as far as a japanese monster movie from japan this is the best quality that i've ever seen that's come out of japan huh yeah hmm. so it, like it looks great it's directed well it's it's artistically shot the cinematography is cool in most parts the acting is good. Like uh, as soon as they have, they have this one actress that's miscast as an American, and she like she's Japanese. like she's half American, half Japanese, yeah. but she can't speak at all, like English convincingly. <laughs> okay, it's like it's terrible. Yeah, like they they that that's a. I mean, I, I'm sure that they didn't give a fuck. Like you know, they're like they didn't think that we were gonna see it and be like that sucks. Yeah, like, they don't care, right? Yeah, but uh, it's just bad when you're watching. You're like, this is terrible. But um, the acting was good. Um, there, the biggest problem is they changed a lot of the things that I like about Godzilla so much that it's almost not Godzilla to me. Oh, um, you know, they gave him different powers. They gave him different weaknesses. Uh, they made his origin different and whatever. But, uh, you know, they say this is a new Godzilla. So that, but 
to scrap, you know, however many years of history and all the things that I love about Godzilla and now ask me to swallow this movie. I want to be a dazzled. Okay. If I'm going to have to fucking give up, give up my Godzilla, I want to trade it in for a better Godzilla. And the only way this Godzilla is any kind of way better is that he's got more ways of shooting lasers out of his body. Hmm. Everything else is terrible because after he shoots the lasers, he shuts down and goes to sleep. <laughs> and, uh, and the way they do that is terrible. And, um, so there's just a big problem with Shin Godzilla. To me, um, the, the, um, the movies, like if you, if you're like a kid and you want to watch this movie, unless you're like a really nerdy kid that can pay attention to subtitles, yeah. and political intrigue, you're going to be, in hell, I, there was kids in the theater and they were just like, not, they were not, they were just, cause there would be like almost like 20, 30 minutes of just people in board, boardroom just discussing lots like of dialogue, what to do. lots yeah. of reading, lots of reading what to do. Do we do this? Are we allowed to do this? Do we have a sanction for that? Can we get permission for that? Sir, sir, sir. Can I get that? Yeah. Wow. And that's all it is. And I, and I understand it's like they're, they're talking about Fukushima that happened. Yeah. And all that stuff, yeah. and they're trying to like do like a a satire on how they handled mishandled that whole you know that meltdown and all and all those people like you know being fucked up from the tsunami and all that stuff, and they're trying to make an allegory to Godzilla, but at the same time it's like it's redundant. Like they make the point like within the first like I'm gonna say the worst first fifteen minutes of the movie they've they've already gotten the point that there it's it's complete redundant bureaucracy like they have to go through all these channels before they make a decision but instead of like okay this is how it's working this is how this works the government works here now we're gonna you know get out to the let's the move action. on to the story they, they keep coming back to these board meetings <laughs> again and again and again and that's exciting and this is the part that really bugs me is like so godzilla is like in earnest, like attacking the city. He's like, you know, plowing through the city. Yeah. And then they just cut back to this serene boardroom. <laughs> They're still filling paperwork. They're and like, it hold just on. It's like, yeah, it's just <laughs> this serene, like sterile boardroom. And it does no, and it just cuts that sense of, of dread for like right out. And like, these guys are so fucking calm. They're like sipping coffee. And like, you know, I want to see people like fucking like running around like and, and shit shaking. You know what I mean? Like huh. it, it didn't have that sense of like uh, there's one scene where it does um, for a little bit. There's this one scene in the movie where like Godzilla like opens up on the whole city and everything. And that was like the one sh- moment where like this could be great. This is I see greatness in this movie. But then it's over with and then it's more talking. So um it sounds like he kind of hijacked the movie for like a nationalistic commentary. Well, that's fine. I, I mean, that's fine, but that's not what I, that, you understand what I'm saying? Like this movie is not, if you're going to do this, don't make me give up my Godzilla origins and everything that I love about Godzilla for this. I want to, I'm going to try like G14 as much as it's, it's also very different from Godzilla. It gave me something at least that I could trade in. I'm like, okay, I finally have a living, breathing, emoting Godzilla yeah. that moves like an actual thing and, 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 you know, has different poses and does different things, attacks. I could see him attack and swing his tail and do things. Okay. So give me that and I'll make, I'll, I'll come 50% and I'll meet you halfway and we can, I, and I can like this movie. But this one doesn't give you anything 
other than taking away all the things that are great about Godzilla. And another thing that I think that really slowed this movie down a lot is that Japan is always knee-jerk reacting to our movies. Right. So we made Godzilla 98 and they came out with their, they, they, they dusted off Godzilla out of retirement and they made Godzilla 2000. And again, this happens. Yeah. Okay. They scrambled so out. Now we, to make one. we made Godzilla, Godzilla 14. And by no means is it a good movie. It's boring as fuck. We, we lose the best character in the movie. He dies. And then the director decides to fucking jerk us off and not show us the action. All right. And then they do little things that switch the Godzilla origin around a little bit. Okay. But at least, you know, they treat Godzilla like, and they know how to at least make the ending pay off. The ending when Godzilla like does the, the kiss of death yeah. and rips the guy's head off. Yeah. You're like, Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Now this ending in this movie. Okay. And you know, when Godzilla in that movie also, he gets tired and he passes out. He like just is like, he's done. He's yeah. like, I'm going to sleep. He just, after he rips the guy's head off, he passes out. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's just under a bunch of rubble. Okay. They do the same thing in this movie, but instead of Godzilla falling to the floor, they don't want to do it like they, that we've done it already. Yeah. So instead of Godzilla falling to the floor, he just freezes in space. He just like, like someone hit the pause button on the movie and <laughs> it floats the away. animation during this part is so bad. It looks like <laughs> video game animation. It looks terrible. Like the special effects wow. are like inconsistent. So during this part where he goes to sleep, like he literally, it's, it's like they paused, like the, whoever was doing the computer graphics, like pressed pause on like, on his like computer. Yeah. And then they just left it like that. And then he stays like that for two weeks. He doesn't move for two weeks. And then literally when Godzilla dies at the end or gets frozen in the end, he's in the exact same pose. So it's not even like we already just saw that like 10 minutes ago that he was frozen. So now he's frozen again. And this time, first he was frozen on his own volition, and now he's frozen because they made him drink this like uh, coagulant, and uh, and it was just crazy. It was just like very anticlimactic. I uh, I don't know if I want to see this movie anymore. Anthony, comment. What do you think about all this? He knows all this already. Yeah, I'm still going to see it, and I did read the spoilers, so I know. Oh, that's a good point. I'm still going to see it. My only question is because I'm I can't comment because I haven't seen the film. Is was it dubbed? Or was oh, there subtitles? Question. No, it's just subtitles. Of all of subtitles. That's I. I read somewhere I that there's like paragraphs of like just political dialogue, yeah, a lot of, bureaucratic I mean, dialogue. I've been told by Bellotti and other people to go see it like a few more times. Yeah, I saw a lot of things about on multiple viewings. It gets better, but I can't imagine seeing. How long? It. How long was it? Um, it was two hours, but like it felt like forever it's because. <laughs> Okay, because they're filling out paperwork. I have one more thing I want to say. I have one more thing that I okay, want to say. Okay, then we'll move on. Godzilla is animated poorly in this. He looks great in some shots, yeah. but he's literally doing nothing. Like he turns his head and fires some lasers, and the fact that they gave him the lasers is to like not have him be animated at all. Like they just the lasers do all the work. The lasers do all the killing, and then he doesn't actually have to emote or do anything. And um. And this is the part that pisses me off. I don't know why they made this choice because, A, they could have gone with a suit again and do a man in suit and had the same exact, even probably even more life to it than it, than this did. Second is in the beginning of the movie when baby Godzilla or like the, 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 the tadpole version washes ashore. Yeah. It's animated great. They spent all like, the money there. Like all the floppiness of him and everything. They, it's like, and he's jiggling and stuff like that. 
it's great. So like, how come they animated that really they well? Blew their load. Not, you're not like the main Godzilla. Like, make him like have some fucking presence. They didn't do that's, that. That's called budgetary mismanagement. That's what they I don't know. I have no idea what they, they made some poor, like every time they do something great, they do something that that negates that. So like it's like you're like, oh that looks cool, and then two two shots later, like that looks like shit. And then you're like, well, that's cool. This is boring. <laughs> or like, oh, that's new. Oh, I've seen that before. Like, so it's like every time they go and do something, they they kind of undo it. And there's one more thing that I wanted to say before I uh I cut out. Uh the origin story being changed is what I think something I can't really live with. Okay. I, and um I just want to make this one point about um the original Godzilla. 1954 Godzilla, the original one, um it's a it's a commentary on n- the nuclear phenomenon, but it's also a commentary on Japan in and of itself. Japan, you know, had been westernized, right? Right. And it started to, you know, get into the global world and started becoming the imperial Japan that tried to take over all these other countries and that aligned itself with the Nazis. Right. And then, you know, attacked us. So they had all this bad karma and Godzilla appearing is like the embodiment of that bad karma. And it's coming back. It's the nature coming it's back. It's the chicken and say, okay, coming home to roost to bite him yeah. in the ass. They were got, testing all these nu- nukes in there. They were testing all this nuclear things that never have never been existing before. And that was the, that was the reprisal from Mother Nature. This particular thing, when they're talking about Fukushima and they're talking about nuclear waste and stuff like that, it's not really as karmic and it loses a lot to me. Of what, like that, that kind of, that kind of thing. And another thing about the origin of Godzilla is that Godzilla originally in the first movie, he was referred to as a sea monster that would, that was worshiped by the people of Odo Island and that he was scarred by the nuclear blasts. Right. And, and he was, you know, all the Kelloids, Kelloid scars on his body. Um, you know, he, it, it mutated him and made him bigger. So he was able to come ashore. He was a seafaring thing and he was able to finally come ashore. And that's what happened in this movie. It's like a bunch of like little like microbes that feast on nuclear waste and get bigger and bigger and like mutate into something. So he was never, dis- he was, he was given birth. He wasn't something that existed and, and was, uh, and was, uh, scarred and burned and, and, and mutated. Reason yeah. To have revenge. Right. It's like, hey, you gave birth to me, or nature wanted it to happen, almost. Huh. So it does, it completely fucking nullifies everything that Godzilla stands for. Fu- and if, and, and uh, all these fanboy apologists, I just don't understand what, the, what movie they saw. Hmm. Well, look, you sold me. Let me tell you what. Oh, shit. I'm in. <laughs> look, at this point, I just, I want to see it just to see what a- You gotta see it. I think everybody should see it. I don't think it's a terrible movie. Yeah. I just think it was a mess, like, uh, uh, it, it, in terms of a Godzilla fan trying to reconcile it, uh, in a critical way. I'm, uh, I mean, I want to see it in, in, from the perspective of what a movie made for a Japanese audience is because I, I, I read the sci-fi Japan, uh, review. Yeah. And even they say, I, they hope that this is only a one, a one and done. Yeah. That's yes. the other thing I was wondering. Is this a one and done for this? He's just, I, this I don't want this to be the new status quo. No, I want to go back. I'd rather just adapt 
the American Godzilla then if if I have to choose between the two. Well, Anthony, we we were talking about going maybe to try and see it. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's you just, should see it. It's, we'll you see. see it. Yeah, well, 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 I want to see it. It just might not line up. The scheduling oh, and the Cubs and it's just uh, it's been crazy. And we were supposed to see it this week, but Imran broke ass. Yeah, well, now I can see, see it uh, as yeah. of tomorrow, which is payday. Okay. So, <laughs> but we have, I guess, we have until the 18th. Uh, you know, it's October, Thursday, October 13th. I think right you now. should see it, Imran. No, I definitely want to see it. Absolutely, but I don't think it's a bad movie. I think that some people who go in without baggage can really enjoy I, it. And I'm gonna go in but without any me, baggage. Being a very critical Godzilla fan, right? You know, who sees things for how they are. Like, you know, I really like take the fanboy goggles off you know i don't have any ties sure. to godzilla no. fandom really or anything like that so but it means a lot to you though still at yes. the same time yes hmm. i'm not afraid look if you love something you got to be critical sure. about it otherwise you're just gonna what you love is just gonna turn into and shit then you got to set it free if you love something then you got to set it free all right well good uh, uh that's a good little mini review i think for the movie that's the new segment let's push on right now in an age of steam and gears, of monstrous machines and greedy corporations, in a world of automatons and dirigibles and faster than sound sky trains, in a time out of time where the Americas weathered multiple civil wars, where armies continue to watch from the brink of the next conflict. It is a reality where witches and ghouls live among thinking machines and walking machines that resemble humans. It's a role-playing game. It's a dramatic radio adventure. It's a comedy. It's the Steamrollers Adventure Podcast, available on iTunes or at rigstories.com. Are you afraid of what goes bump in the night? Have you or your friends ever pondered a conspiracy? Do you want to know more about the unknown? If so, then put on your tinfoil hat, sit down, and pick up your computer, tablet, or phone. Go to iTunes or YouTube and search for Secret Transmission Podcast and listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Follow us on Twitter for updates on shows. At Secret Transpod. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-P-O-D. Or you can email us suggestions at secrettransmission at hotmail.com. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-M-I-S-S-I-O-N at hotmail.com. Hey, listener, we got a fan club. It's like an old school fan club. Like when you used to read Marvel Comics and in the back we would join Foom and they would send you stuff. Well, this is a digital fan club. You're going to get bonus audio, geeky, geeky, funny rug boy clips, initial reactions. Uh, it's all at jockinner.com slash Patreon. And we love all of you who are already hooking us up on the Patreon. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Join yeah. up, man. Let's make this thing huge. We're gonna, we need to spread the stupidity. I'm going to issue our first spoiler alert. Prepare to be spoiled. We have a season premiere of Supergirl season two uh, titled The Adventures of Supergirl. Our first look at Superman and Supergirl on screen for the very first time ever. Actually, Geek Boner. 
Uh, who wants to start this off? What'd you guys think? I can start. Uh, I enjoyed it. How about you, Anthony? Anthony, what'd you think? I, I, Let's start with you, Anthony. Uh, I mean, I didn't. I quit Supergirl after what I think four episodes last year, and like Rugboy, I actually did enjoy this. Some of the stuff I was a little lost on, like why is Supergirl not all of a sudden not liking Jimmy Olsen anymore and new home base, but it had that like CW feel with like the squad and the smart guy and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, the team um, getting the team together for her. The, the biggest thing that stood out to me though, I, I liked Supergirl a lot, and I mean there it is a very fluffy show still, yeah. so I don't know if I'll continue to watch it, but I thoroughly enjoyed Superman's performance on screen. I thought. He, they nailed Superman. I thought they nailed his personality. I thought they nailed the fact that he's basically Captain America. He's kind of cheesy, but he's just a good-hearted dude. And he wasn't so fucking serious. He was in a lickety split. Like he used that line, and I thought that was There's funny. Some cra- dude, dude. I have I have a small problem with it. Uh, oh, okay, okay. But no, it's it's not major. Yeah. I just think that um, there was a for, there was a bigger disparity between um, Christopher Reeves, Clark Kent, and a Superman than this was. I think his Clark Kent and Superman are very similar. I see, I see what you're saying. And I think there should be a little bit more of a break there. There should be a little bit more confidence in Superman, or a little bit something a little bit more uh, amped up in Superman. Than I can Look, see. this is uh, I love the Teen Wolf Superman, dude. I I was very impressed, just like you said, Anthony, uh, cheesy and wholesome and midwesterny, uh, the, but. Uh, they the way they made him an awesome supporting character, I thought was the best part of the whole thing. Like he didn't overshadow her. Uh, I love them building the universe where he has history with Martian Manhunter. Uh, them together, so many great lives. And Carol's like, I used to change his diaper. He's like, I don't think we should be telling him that. And uh, your cousin smells terrific. Uh, the, just some fun stuff. And he has history with Cat. I I really enjoyed. Like he made me smile. I was like, yes. This is the Superman and all the nods they did to the Donner universe in the Superman movies, uh, like where Kent goes, Miss Tesmacher. I was like, oh, shit, they got Miss yeah. Tesmacher. That's awesome. It was it was nice to see that. Even the- You know what? Let me just say yeah. real quick to, to Rugboy's point. I do see that point, yeah. but I kind of liked that he was kind of the same guy just because just because he puts on the glasses doesn't mean he doesn't become ungood looking. So I liked that. Cat Grant kind of had this thing. Everybody like was he's Gaga, not, yeah. He's not like this horrible looking guy just because he puts on sun, uh, puts on eyeglasses. So. Right? No, no. I'm saying that just the Superman should be a little different. I think the little Kent's fine. I, well, I'm just thinking that his personality, whether he's Clark Kent or he's Superman, it just kind of runs through both. So he like amps up the quirkiness when he's Clark Kent, but at the end of the day, it's still the same guy. So he he can't really. He's not. He's not a. He's not a guy with dual personalities. Per se. And I mean, I love the parts where the, how they wrote like his clumsiness. Where at one point he trips, and she's like, "Wow, you really got that clumsy thing down." He goes, "Ah, uh, yeah, that was an, that was an, on purpose." <laughs> he's like, "That wasn't me playing." So he like such care. He's so personable, uh, you know, and, and uh, it, it it just felt right, and it was a, a great change of pace, and it was just great to see them both on screen. I was like, "This is pretty dope." We got Martian it was Manhunter. Fun, it was fun to see them nail it. Especially with the Superman we've been getting on yeah. the big screen, who isn't like this at all. Yeah, I mean, even the to- like the nods, the callbacks. So, like you said, Anthony, I thought this was a very good kind of in- another new pilot for the series on CW. Like, you can kind of just jump in here, and that's the reason they did the thing with James Olsen. Actually, I have a news bit after we talk why also, but they just wanted her to now she's she's a reporter, which I don't know about that. We were that was the thing we didn't want. 
was like, I it's going to be right. We, I thought that was bad. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing. And she ultimately and choose to be a reporter, but she breaks ties with James and she's like, no, I'm, I got to figure things out. I liked her insecurity and like, she didn't know what she was doing. But then I was like, reporter. Ah, shit. Why? Yeah. Why? I, I, I'll, How dare I'll, you do this to us? <laughs> As a non-Supergirl uh, aficionado and not following the show, I was like, reporter, uh, I don't want him her following in Clark Kent's footsteps. I want her to be her own person. They, but, yeah, you know, they, but they built, I, I mean, I did enjoy how they built it up. Yeah, they built to it, yes. but at the end of the day. It's just another girl. Clark she's Kent. just Superman. Yeah, it's just now she's just girl Superman. Like, let her decide her own path. I don't know if that's how it is in the comics, but let her become something different. Uh, there. I mean, uh, the and then we got to see Lex Luthor's sister, Lena Luthor. Lots of references to Luthor. They even were like, uh, he caused an earthquake in California, and he's in jail. And that reminded me again of the Superman movie. Absolutely. Uh, all these callbacks. The the uh the space flight that they save in the John Byrne reboot in the eighties. That's what happens in that. Even the title, The Adventures of Supergirl is a reference to the 50s George Reeves show, The Adventures of Superman. Like, uh, I just love when they, they play with all the different versions of Superman in pop culture and in its mythology. Why was the heat vision blue? That was my one question. Yeah, they changed it. They changed that. Yeah. That was weird, too. Yeah, that was weird. And then you get that line, we're, going, we're moving back to Gotham, but I do kind of love how Lex is trying to fucking kill his sister. Like, you can't trust these Luthers. Either way, they'll fucking kill their own their their own selves. Yeah. And then they had the intrigue of the whatever the hell that was, Kryptonian or something else landing on a planet. That was uh oh. that dude is apparently someone called Mon L. Or he's gonna be a Montel Williams. Montel Williams, that's right. Oh, shit. And we had the tease of Metallo at the end. So yeah, it was a, a solid first episode. Well, I like how John, like, he came up with the name of Kryptonite. You know, that's why I, I kind of dug that where Superman's like, oh, you still got a kryptonite, huh? I could kill us. What the fuck's up, Martian Manhunter? And he's like, look, I can't. I need something. I can't just uh, be, you know, what if one of you tries to kill us? But Metallo, John Corbett, Metallo, looks like that's going to be awesome. Hmm. Yeah, it, it was surprisingly, I like. I really liked it. And the best part was Superman. So hopefully he sticks around. So would you watch another episode? I wouldn't go out of, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch another episode. It wouldn't be the first episode I'd watch out of the things I record, but if I have some time and I've watched like Flash and and Shield and maybe Arrow, then I'll throw on Supergirl. I'm quite excited for this kind of moving forward. I kind of want to see where this goes, get more feel of uh, Supergirl in the CW. Because like you said, they shed the CBS fucking tone, which was very important. Well, it already, even like just the way it was shot, yeah. it felt like CW which yeah. is neither a good thing nor a bad no. thing. It, actually, CW is kind of like a lower budget kind of feel. So it kind of felt like that. But, it you know, they have the formula down from the other shows where it's an ensemble and you have the main person and then you have like the tech guy that's kind of funny. Win now works. So else. that guy used to work for Cat and now he works right. at the DEO, which is... Win is move. basically Felicity, yes. who's basically yes. Cisco. It's the same fucking uh, formula, but uh, it I works, love though. it. It works. But they're transitioning. They're going to transition out of... Uh, they're moving to to Vancouver. Yes, and so Kat, they're trying to change the whole scenery of the show now. Plus, Cat Grant, uh, Calissa Flockhart may not be around. They were still. It was up in the air when they moved whether she was going to be able to move. So she's fantastic. She's so thing. great. Like she, her relationship with Kara is a, a, fa- a phenomenal. Like there's so much heart in there, and you root for her to root for Supergirl, and you know force her to make the decisions. And then Miss Tessmacher and the Cadmus drop. Uh, you know, that being their kind of Argus slash uh, 
all the bad guy things. What'd you guys think of the power levels? I kind of like that they're not, they're kind of like not super, super powerful. Like they struggle to hold up a building, you know, that, and she, she's getting knocked around. She's getting hit. They're not super duper power level, but hurtable. These super, these super people. I mean, you, you got to make them yeah. not super. You got to, you yeah, got to take gotta, out a little bit of the super. Yeah. They got to have some limitations. Otherwise it's just ridiculous. Right. It's redundant. So we'll get to see him in the next episode. A uh, couple of interesting notes. This this worked for CW. Uh, Supergirl season two premiere scored the highest ratings that that Monday night slot has seen in eight years. Oh shit! On the Whoa. CW, the last time the ratings were that big was it was an episode of Gossip Girl, two thousand and eight, three point two four million viewers. It well, you know what the funny thing is about that is that's the ratings they were getting on CBS. So that just shows you the scale wow. of expectations. And CBS was so like, like eh, yeah, exactly. CBS is like, ah, get the fuck out of here. Wow. We're doing some other shit. CW is like, hell yeah, yeah this is it, amazing. We haven't seen this shit in eight years. Right. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, it's all relative. It's all it's all relative, exactly. Yeah, that's true. So in terms of now this universe merging with the Arrow Flash verse, the the producers have come out and kind of said what they're gonna do. They've said that not for her entire world, but Kara will be traveling from her dimension to the Arrowverse dimension uh, that Flash, Arrow, and Legends lives in. So they're not quite meshed in the same universe. So I find that very interesting. Where here, there's Superman, there's a Gotham, but it's not. Why does over that surprise there. you? That Flash, the Flash Supergirl crossover was basically what it, that was. Yeah, that is that is true. Like he traveled. Yeah, Imran, come on, come on, dude. Oh, boom. <laughs> I think you've used that sound bite, sound bit too much. Today. Which one? No, no, the other one. Who gave you the right? No, I don't, that was the first time. The last time was how dare you do this? Uh, you're using the same. And no, and the one before that was Willy Wonka. You got to pay attention. Try to keep up. Why are you putting people through this? That's a different one. You need to get the arrested sir soundboard. I don't know what that is. Uh, right, boy. Have you ever seen that, by the way? What? The, what? Arre- the arrested sir. No, what are you talking about? Look it up on YouTube. It's this guy. YouTube. Like What's this British, you it's, it's, a, for tur- it's for Pakistanis. For oh, Turkey. it's the Turkish. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> oh uh, shit. On YouTube, there's this thing. It's called the arrest or the arrested sir or whatever. Okay, and it's this guy. He's old British dude, and he goes to restaurants and he doesn't pay. Oh shit! And so they arrest him. But like when they go to arrest him, like he's like. Doing, saying all this shit. He's like, and the, the guards are like patting him down. He's like, don't touch my penis. <laughs> and he just says all these crazy things and it's just hilarious. Uh, uh I, gotta, I will put it in the show I, notes. Can I, can I send you, can I send you the link? Yeah, I'll put it in the show. I'll put it in the show notes. We should all watch it together right now. <laughs> keep talking. Uh, well, I know we'll watch it in a second. One last thing. Uh, James Olsen, as season two progresses, get this. He's going to be the guardian. Uh, the Guardian we've seen, and uh, he usually wears like a yellow helmet, and he's been on the cartoons. There's a Why? Th- I don't know. There's a photo here, so it says the next few episodes are going to make James realize that being a photographer is not enough for him. He so he's going to go on a pretty exciting career trajectory that we're really pumped by. James is going to decide that he can no longer sit back and be a sidekick. He's going to go decide to become a vigilante. He's going to become the Guardian, complete with shield. He's got a whole silver armor suit and a helmet. Of course, it's going to cause problems with him and Kara, blah, blah, blah. He's probably not going to tell her. But the Guardian uh, is from like 1942, man. He's an uh, old school 
uh, DC character, but to make James Olsen the Guardian is very strange, but whatever. See what happens. Yeah. I don't care enough. To <laughs> right? <really> care. <laughs> whatever. He's the Guardian. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are we taking an arrested sir break or are we done with the show? Anything else? Uh, I, I was very, I rather enjoyed the season premiere. Really? I, I didn't catch that no, you, didn't you think spoke so? for 30 minutes on You the didn't show. think so? <laughs> You spent so much time talking about this. Holy fuck! I know you like it, Imran. Okay, moving on. <laughs> you, wait, wait. Do you have Do you have any more Easter eggs? Because I know you love that shit. Because you you dropped about five. No, that's all of them. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. The Jock and Ned Podcast. Oh, Anthony, you're gonna love this because now we can talk about we're gonna talk about a show you didn't even get to watch because of a DVR. No, let glitch. me just let me just explain. Legends of Tomorrow. I was supposed to watch this an hour before the show, and my DVR had a glitch and just didn't i wasn't able to I'll keep, so i finished flash so i will talk about flash after. i'll keep my rant to 28 and a half minutes oh shit. Uh, we don't really need to spend that much time no on we this. don't i'm gonna let's just do this uh it was called out of time uh rugs what'd you think it was cool i mean i wasn't like flabbergasted by it it was just like an okay premiere uh the biggest takeaway is that uh, we get rid of the British guy. Rip and sucks, we, and he's gone, and he quits the team. And we trade him in for Nick Zano. Nick Zano, uh, you got a lot. You got a lot of Arrow stuff going on. It starts with in present day Star City with fucking Oliver, uh, uh, with this Doctor Haywood Jablomi. That's not his name. It's Doctor Haywood, but you got to add Jablomi afterwards. Absolutely. And uh, they find the the Wave Rider in the bottom of the ocean and mixed there, and all this shit has happened. Uh, Damien Dark. Makes an appearance. Uh, the reverse Flash, Eobard Thawne, is teaming up with Damian Dark. And at the very end, we get to see the Justice Society of America, Vixen, that was in cartoon form, and Stargirl, right? That's Stargirl? Yeah, Stargirl, and there's uh, Vixen, and there's some dude that kind of looks like Captain America-ish. Rip is such a shitty captain that his his plan to stop an underwater nuke is, hey, I'm just going to intercept it with the ship and just take the hit. I was like, really? That's all... You fucking idiot. So he scatters everyone in time. They all get, and they all get back together very quickly. How does the ship survive? I, that's what I didn't understand. And why did he have to leave if Mick was fine? Why did he have to send any of them away that he was fine in the ship? The sh- yeah, I didn't really I didn't get, that. get didn't any get that. of that stuff. Like, basically, the whole episode is just a way. It's a device to get rid of Rip. Rip Which is great. Rip's uh, the worst fucking time-traveling yeah, captain like ever. But basically, what they do is that they say that there's... The, the the atomic bomb is gonna be is gonna hit New York like and instead of it being made by uh, Einstein it's made by Einstein's bitch. Yep, the Nazis get her and they uh, yeah the Nazis get Einstein with the help of Damian Dark. But dude, highlight right off the top some Katie Lots girl on girl action. Uh, that yeah, was all right. So uh, and then the you know some fun uh, team team up. They they hopped all over the. They place. did. It was like. The, uh, medieval England. They were in France. They were. It really wasn't medieval England. It was clearly like some dude's house <laughs> that had like a old, like old look to it. It looked like, it, like it looked like what's no. that? The the fairs. It looked like medieval times fair. Fucking. Oh, it's bad. This, boo. But this show needs. Dude, like, Ray Palmer life. was fighting. Was running from a T Rex seventy million years ago at one point. Uh, and wow. those effects are better than Shin Godzilla. I was going to ask you because that T-Rex looked pretty good. I was like, wow, that's not bad for TV. It, it's terrible, but so is Shin Godzilla. <laughs> ah, please. Shit. But, um, <laughs> go ahead. But no, I mean, it's Doctor Who Cares. But, dude, I love Damien Dark and Reverse Flash teaming up. Villain team up. And there's going to be a lot more heroes. Justice Society. 
of America. I think it was okay. Just the only reason I give this a pass is because they got rid of Rip Hunter. Right. And, you know, basically they reset the team. Uh, and there's a new mission, I guess, right? The, which is to stop Dark, right? Well, yeah. Well, and so, oh, this part was interesting. This could possibly be how Laurel Lance comes back from the dead because Sarah mentions, look, she's like, if I kill him now, I could save my sister. So there's a little bit of that vengeance thing, and they're like, wait, don't kill him before we figure oh, yeah, out what's going Oliver doing. Queen was involved in this episode. Yeah, Oliver, yeah. he had a lot of arrow people. And then another great Mick Rory line over the top I love roasted Nazis. Uh, which is his, that's his thing. So does any of this, uh, sound good to you, Anthony? <laughs> Sounds like a lot. I'm the only, the only thing I have to say is I'm, it, I could take away is I'm glad Rip Hunter's gone. Yes. That's yes. The case. Yeah. Cause he he's sucks. Yeah. I hope they, they write him off. For, he pretty he's much gone. Got, got, terrible. Yeah. He's gone. We have a window to getting, uh, you know, say, uh, whatever. Laurel. Laurel Lance back. I like I like the uh, the thought of Damian Dark and Reverse Flash for an episode working together. I, I yeah, they're think working together. They're teaming up for like to be the villains for the season, probably. Yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah, we'll but the, you know what, the Flash is going to have to make an appearance at some point. Well, there's going to be, and then we're going to have the four part, uh, you know, crossover through all the shows. So, but you know what, this show is how they could bring everyone back from the dead if they really needed to. Like they could easily write in whatever they want and bring people back on other shows. People have died on other shows; they could just bring them back by going back and undoing it. Will you will you guys well I know Imran's a loser and he'll watch everything, but um will you guys continue to watch this? If I don't have to watch it, I'm not watching it. Right. Yeah, you don't have to if you don't want to. No. You watch what you want. You, the, you watch what you want now these days. Even though Yeah, that's that's the new that's the new edict. That's the that's new, new edict. That's watch new what process, you want yes. and then we'll talk about whatever you watch. That you you like you watched. Okay. You know, the beauty is, even though this is a time traveling show, like you barely have to pay attention to enjoy it. You know, you just kind of. I wasn't. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Like, you're like, ah, what did I miss? You're like, ah, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm sitting there online <laughs> trying to find somebody who reviewed Shin, Shin Gojira in, in an honest manner. <laughs> Imran, are you going to continue watching? It's Doctor Who Cares. I will. I want to see the Justice Society of America. I want to see what the what's the, yeah. this. I mean, I haven't seen this episode, but this was going to be the first show I cut. So yeah, yeah. It better be fucking blow me away. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch next week's because the JSA. Is yeah, in. they show up at the very and end. That's the only reason I'm going to tune in for that. They hook right. you with that the it's very a week end. by week. Basis. It is. It really is. It is. And I absolutely yeah, yeah. not for you, Imran. Imran, shut up. You're going to watch the whole thing week by week. Yeah. Just like well, we're said. still down <laughs> to people. Uh, Rip and uh, the Hawks. Oh, fuck the Hawks. They're not coming the back. Hawks They're suck, done. Dude. She's not coming back. I know, but we need fillers yeah. for those seats. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Need some more broads. Well, one broad Imran, you team. teased last year. Well, he's not a broad, but. Constantine, remember you said he's going to be in. I would like, I would love, they, maybe they could bring him in. Let's bring him in. I don't know. Why not? He's there. Uh, he could work. I wish I could have watched. I think this. it's no, going to be Vixen. Maybe you think it'll be Vixen? Oh, Vixen! Yes, because they've yes, already they already they established her on the seed, and they cast. It is, it, yes. And it's a different Vixen than we had in uh, in Arrow. Yes, yeah. they've recast the Vixen. Oh yeah, it could well, be Vixen from a different Vixen. time. Yeah, there's a lot of time fuckery going on in a lot of these CW episodes. So, I can't follow. Yeah. It's DC. You can never follow. No, they're just it's so convoluted. And like, I'm glad you watched the Flash because there was. Some legit, like, crazy, heartfelt moments. But, okay, look, that's enough of Legends tomorrow. Listener, the next big season premiere episode we will discuss is probably the most anticipated one for a lot of people. And that is the season seven premiere of The Walking Dead, which will be on October 23rd. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. 
So that one is going to be huge, and uh, I'm excited for that. So that'll be the next I'm, show. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I would be more excited if they would have not ended last season with a shitty. They got a lot end. to uh, make up for there. That's the thing. Yeah. So we'll, I'm really curious. To see I did see a happen. clip of. Uh, Try not to watch any of these fucking clips. There's so much shit out there now. I did see a clip of Rick telling uh, fucking Negan that he's going to kill him. Well, that's right. Yeah, that was. And that's also straight from the comic book, like word for word. That's why that was like, look, they're doing this bit from the comic book. If you reference the comic book, one I'm not. Time. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm, hey, this one's from the I'm comic. Actually, you know what happens later in the comic? I actually just try, try to stay away from all Walking Dead news because I just want to see it. I don't want to any more fucking uh, beat around the bush and tease me. Just show me the fucking thing. Cool. And I don't want it to be. Spoiled. Is there any? Is there anything else from this week that you wanted to bring up? Well, the uh, rugs. Did you watch the Flash? Yeah. Let's talk about the Flash. Just for just for a little, just bit. for a little bit, uh, because I, you know, last week the premiere, I was like, eh, I was kind of disappointed. I thought this thing came back pretty solid, and uh, I liked it. Uh, I like where it was going. Now I li- it kind of made up for the beginning start. I've liked both episodes yeah. so far. Yeah, I really like this one too, and I like the the start with Felicity like being his uh, his shoulder to lean on. Yeah. And it was kind of funny and another cameo. Like this, I liked. I like all the changes. I, I just. I don't know where it's going, but I like, I like the acting, and I, I again, it's another. I thought it was another solid episode. Great emotional, like really good emotional moments, like lots of heart in this. Uh, I was surprised, and I like learning about this re reset and what's yeah, different. Thing. You know, I just don't like the guy who plays the rival. Oh yeah, Edward Claris. Even the costume is kind of goofy, but uh, that's pretty cool. That Alchemy was able to give him back. His memories from that whole other timeline, and he's like, "I know what you did." That's what's cool about this is that at least this episode didn't end with it being reset again and us not getting to live in this world. At least it looks like for a little while we're going to relearn about these characters I, in, I, in a little different light. Yes, and I. That, you think this is the new status quo? Or I no? think yes. I do actually no, think it is. That was the main lesson. Was I really love that moment when he was gonna go back and fuck with it again? And you're like, "What the fuck are you doing? This housing?" And he's pulled out by. His father's doppelganger, Jake Eric the Flash, and he just fucking tells him, like, stop fucking it up. You have to. No more do-overs. You got to live with these mistakes now. And the analogy of the breaking cup was great. And uh, so he's telling him, basically, if he goes back in the same moment and keeps redoing shit, that it's not going to get any better. Progressively get worse. But they use him all the time to go back in time in in, in the comics and stuff. So he's definitely going to go. Well, yeah, time shit yeah. Again. I mean, the the point like this Barry is the Barry that just keeps making these bad decisions. Well, and it was, you can't you can't think about it too much right. because if you do, then Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> which is in no, this fucking no, universe, don't think about that. Should have fucking shattered that cup <laughs> yes. because they are playing in time all the oh, time. Oh, they have fucked. And yes. that even if they're not doing, yes, yeah, and even if they're not altering things majorly, it just sh- it. The, what the Flash has taught us is even if you change one little thing, it pre- presents a k- crack in the time continuum. So don't think about no, it too much because if you think of Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. your brain will start to hurt. And then you're talking kill. to Rugboy here. I don't think at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm talking to Imran no. because he's going to start. No, you can't. Together. I've learned to not nitpick that show because it I nothing. What we were talking about. Nothing makes sense. We're talking about the Flash. Look here. Speaking oh. of cracks, look. We remember I said that Diggle possibly. I read somewhere he's going to be affected. We see in this episode what's changed in Diggle's life. Diggle has a baby boy instead. Now remember in Legends of Tomorrow in that future episode with Oliver, they met Connor Hawk, who was Diggle's son. 
Whoa. I think Barry created that Connor Hawk would by doing this. Oh, I thought that was pretty dope. Interesting. Yeah. So it makes a sperm swim fast. Or I guess, or the X and the Y uh, g- uh, genome uh, got confused. Yeah. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Flash or anything else from this week? Uh, good emotional episode. I, I I really enjoyed. I didn't watch. I didn't watch Shield or anything else. Shield and Arrow were pretty solid. I gotta say okay. they were both. I didn't watch Shield. Either. Was it good? Yes, Shield. Shield was pretty good. There was uh blackouts and uh uh they announced they come back to public i i enjoyed the shield what wait 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 what did you just there say was a, there was blackouts there was bla- you go and shield was pretty good there was blackouts and blah, i kind of did mumble okay so good yeah what like what was your point there the point there was, was blackout so that makes it good blackout it was a great kind of yo-yo centric episode uh and and oh i well you haven't watched it i don't want to spoil it yeah, some well, crazy well, then don't shit. spoil it yeah, no, you asshole good. look both solid I do. Arrow and so Arrow and Shield were solid. Yes, I really, dude. Oliver is a badass now. He's back to badass fucking uh, Oliver. In Arrow, Arrow, are we getting a new team? Is this episode? Yes, and there's there's some great training sequences. He's trying to put this team together, and we meet a new meta guy. But anything else from this week? Look, I, as far as TV, yes, I gotta mention if you're not watching Ash versus Evil Dead on Stars, uh, if you enjoy Sam Raimi's crazy B movie, campy movies, you should be watching this show. Rugs, do you watch this? I tried to watch it and I didn't end up going back to Anthony, it. Anthony, you don't Uh-oh. you don't watch this, do you? No. I'm Imran's gonna have wild enthusiasm for this. Yeah, I'm just gonna, gonna No, no, actually what I saw was actually pretty good. Rugs, I oh, okay. thought to go back okay, to it. This is the kind of show this is I just have to describe this one scene. It the because of the amazing gross over the topness. Basically, there's the book of the dead Ash is looking for in a morgue. It's buried in a corpse in the morgue. He's cuts open the body. And grabs the book. Now, since the book has been sitting in this corpse, the intestines have kind of been uh, affected with the demon spirit and they start fighting back. So he's fighting to pull this book after he cuts it out from just intestines and an asshole. Literally, the corpse is still dead. It's not reacting. He's fighting. He's pulling this intestines. The corpse slides. The, The thing pulls the corpse down on him. Through the rectum over his head, and at one point he's wearing the corpse of this guy. His head is up his asshole, poking out of the middle of this body. It's so disgusting. They must yeah, buy. That's probably why I don't. Holy shit! It. They must buy. I can't imagine the gallons of fake blood they buy for this show. Wow! I was like, oh my god! I was laughing and grossed out. It's just like a weird. It's a great weird mix of horror, comedy, gross out, silliness that just works with Bruce Campbell. But yeah, it's at, he. Yeah, it would only work with him. So if you like a scene like that, you will enjoy the show. It's Jesus. fucked up. It was really, and then and then of course he ends it with a great Ash line, and because he's like, "There's only room for one asshole in this town, and it's me." And then he shoots the guy's asshole and kills. Them. It's I can't. It's so you got to see it. It's great. I love <laughs> Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. I love those movies. Yeah. And I watched the beginning of uh, the first episode. No, I watched the f- entire first episode of this series, and I actually was laughing. It's a the lot. same tone, dude. They're nailing that yeah. same tone even into the second season. I just didn't with all the shit that There's I had a lot to watch for this. Yeah, yeah I, I had to cut. Some I, you know, I still had the divorce. The DVR recording was just set, and it recorded. And I was like, "Oh, this show's back!" And then, uh, yeah, this second episode was fucking nuts. So watch that if you want. All right, look, we're almost done. I got a couple of fun. Uh, feedback clips and show audio to share with you guys. 
We're going to start with our buddies over in Northumberland. We mentioned at the head of the show, 365 Flix podcast on their latest. They sucked in. <laughs> the latest. Oh, shit. We love their, uh, they, we, they are our doppelcasters. Are they really? Yes, because, they don't even they don't even like the things we like. Exactly. Anymore. That's what a doppelcaster is. It's bizarro jock and nerd. They have literally complete opposite tastes. Wait a minute. You're three where you're two guys and they're two guys. Yeah, that's weird. That's the only thing that you have. <laughs> right. Oh, Rugboy just busted the myth. Uh yeah. but I just I want to shout out their recent episode fifty because they get a pretty cool interview with the director of that Roger Corman Fantastic Four documentary called Doomed. Uh, he, they, they have a, a really interesting conversation. Uh, I thought they did a good job. Shout them out. Yeah. I saw that they posted that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to, I, I kind of want to see, um, I want to see that movie. The trailer is very interesting. We talked about it. Remember when Kate was on, we talked about the trailer. We did. Yeah. Also on their show, uh, listener, they've been, uh, running a great bit. They got a great running bit and it's about Anthony. Oh shit. Hello. Anthony, were you aware of this? I don't, I don't, I'm aware of, yes, I'm aware. Okay, well, look, well, let's, I'm going to fill you in some more. Let's go to the clip. We were engaged in a, in a little bit of uh, tete-a-tete with a good friend of ours from uh, a podcast that you, you've heard us play the promo earlier, the Jock and Nerd podcast. And it would be remiss of me not to add one of Anthony's favorite movies of all time. Well, he bleats on about it. He's constantly going on Sick about of hearing it. about it, if anything. He's got the, the DVD, the Blu-ray, the digital copy, mm-hmm. extended and the 4K. The 4K. He's not got a 4K TV, but he's bought it anyway. He's had to. He went out and bought a 4K TV and a 4K Blu-ray player just to watch his 4K copy of this movie. You know, that. That's the level devotion of devotion, devotion, devotion on this kid. So yeah, he gave us Batman versus Superman. So Batman versus Superman. Get on you, Tony. Get oh, on you, man. Shit. You know what? Stand up for what you believe in, mate. I wouldn't have added it myself, but we know that you fucking adore the movie. I mean, we both love that movie, but we wouldn't have put it on the list. But he, maybe, maybe at some point, maybe it like you know when it gets to like three hundred. Yeah, when when you're running out of ideas. On, yeah. But to go straight in for BVS, well played, Tony. I mean, that is the level of devotion you have for that movie. Well done, fellas. <laughs> well done. They have they have this Damn. they have this thing where they they do a three six five picks. It's a list of movies everyone should watch before they die. And they uh, apparently, Anthony, you told them uh, you sent them a message or something. I don't know how this uh, where they got this information from. But good for them. I don't know. <laughs> Drugs are a bad thing. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug, people. Oh, Let me tell you what. Uh, finally, I guessed it. All I got is what? 27% on Rotten Tomatoes? Is that what it is? That's, uh, there you go. Throw it down. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. My favorite. <laughs> uh, Anthony, well, great work. Doppelcasters in Northumberland. Go check out their episode 50. I have a link in the, I'll have a link in the show notes. Uh, jockandair.com slash 133. And also, I guessed it on a podcast last night kind of i was invited You've been on that show before yes, right? it was it's yeah. on the hollow nine network it was called iconic moments in movie history last time we talked about three superhero movies like they invited me last minute and i was having such a crazy week i was like fuck it i need this let's do it it was horror movie moments we talked about the exorcist poltergeist and the blair witch project uh these guys are great there's a dude named dave and the other guy's name is gomez not adams Really friendly guys. They love talking about movies. They know their movies. Uh, and I always have a blast. Hang out with them. And uh, I don't know how you make time for all Dude, I, I don't know. It was I gave them an hour. 
It was an hour. I gave him an hour. You edit the show. You watch all the TV shows, and then you do this. I podcast, did the show notes. Time, and then you have time to be on other people's. I podcast. love being on other people's podcasts because really, that's the easiest. Like I don't have to well, do anything. He doesn't shower, so like that yeah, saves. Yeah, well, I, that I knew. That's, yeah, that's, that's good point. I should have. That shaves like years off your life, people. If you don't shower, you save so much. Also, be yeah. the, the amount of time you don't eat. Uh, you, you gotta build up the immune system. That's right. I'm getting ready for the zombie apocalypse. I'm uh, that's I want to get every kind of germ on me, and uh, that'll be my 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 guardian. Great idea. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work. Only the best <laughs> ideas from Imran. But check out uh, the show. You were working on that Tyler Perry bit for a week, right? I, I was just uh, want to point. Listen, that I out. rewrote that 17 <laughs> times. I rewrote that 17 times. It came to me in my dream. I, you were just you were so excited too. You're like, I got a little bit. Like, wait, you never have a little, little bit. bit for the show. I wrote two bits. I had a joke yeah. that I was going to tweet, yeah. but it was so terrible that I decided not. Let's hear it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's, it'll make your Tyler Perry joke look like uh, George Carlin. Dude, but look, these guys at the Hollow Knight Network, speaking of turnaround, like we recorded the show late last night and it was yeah. up two hours after we were done. Oh, shit. They do a bunch of podcasts about like Stranger Things and Westworld and movies. So that was, I thought that was impressive. I was like, any, any of you guys catch Westworld yet? I did. I have two episodes. Oh, you, oh, you're, oh, you saw two oh, episodes. Oh, yeah, I watched Rugs, it. Have you? I Is it the next it. thing? Is the next Rugs, what do you thing think? Curious. Not 100% convinced yet. Okay. I'm, uh, guess what I'm going to say? Yes. I'm digging it. I'm fucking digging it. Of the show's you deep. You man. love it. What don't you like? The show is deep. I don't like titty <laughs> twisters and I don't like purple nurples. How about that? Oh, shit. Yeah. There are some things well, I, I don't think like. It's got, it's got potential, but it also has potential to be, to go off the reservation. So we got to see, we got to see exactly where it stands. There's a lot of things in there that, that I got to jump on that bandwagon. Of, it's got potential. Like, but that's the thing. Un, when you have a lot of potential and you don't go there and, uh, you, it, it's bad. It's frustrating, but it you got what the, they choose to do. I mean, you got the Anthony Hopkins, you got the Ed Hare. I'm, I'm digging it. I love this sci-fi. I never watched the movie. Like, are we going to stay in Westworld or what's it going to be? Is like, we're going to get out of Westworld. It's the it, politics of, uh, running a, uh, amusement park and your, uh, attractions go nuts on you. I mean, this feels a lot to me like Dollhouse. It's very, but Dollhouse was probably inspired by 1973's Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's a Michael, Michael Crichton, uh, you know, piece who, this is like his early version of Jurassic Park also, uh, before he did Jurassic Park. Right. Or, uh, but I don't know. I think it's deep. The visuals are great. The, 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 I'm in, I'm just like really curious into this whole world and how it works and where is Westworld? Like, where is it? Is it uh, in the, Amer in America? Is it on another? little void in space or something. It's very weird. It could be in space. Yeah, it's very weird. I love that they just 3D print people and animals. It's sick. Like, the visuals are sick. <laughs> it's weird. How do they color the insides? That's a good question. Everyone's white inside. Remember, he scalped that guy, and it was, like, white plastic. Oh. I don't know. It's good stuff. I'm digging it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, fellas, that's all we got. This brings all us right. to the end. Uh, Do we watch the Arrested Sir now? Let's, uh, sure. Where is that? Should we all click on it at the exact same time? Okay. We're going to watch Arrested Sir. I've clicked on it now. Oh, wait, I've seen it. Sit down inside the car. Not assuring anything. Under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. I've seen this guy. 
Have a look at the headlock here. <laughs> See that chap over there? He, <laughs> get your hands off my penis! <laughs> this is the bloke who got me on the penis before. <laughs> get some cups. Why did you do this? Get some cups. Well, what, what is the charge? Eating a meal. A succulent Chinese meal. Eating a meal. Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, ah, uh, yes. I see that you know your judo well. Good one. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? How dare you get your hands Hata for now. One cup, look. <laughs> There's a soundboard of him saying, oh get your my hands God. off my penis. Get That's your hands off my penis. You know what? The Brits, they're so polite. Even when, get your hands off my penis. Like, even when they're getting harassed, they're just very polite. And uh, you got to appreciate that. British accent. <laughs> you got to appreciate that. This is it's, great. Yeah, I, I've, I've watched, never seen I've this. Seen that I've guy watched before. it a thousand times. Like, at least a thousand times. Imran, cut around that. I'm, I'm going to have to uh, not, no. like, edit that were our reaction, but not the whole no, thing. I'm leaving that in. That's the, that's the gag. You say cut it in post, and I leave it in. We, oh, that's true. I, you You're can't. Right. We got to stay consistent. Everything's staying in. Fuck you guys. Well, if, I, if you cut it out that I said that, then you wouldn't know that I said that. Wait, know that you said what? Cut exactly. Wow, yeah. this is very meta. Uh, oh. I feel like I'm at an abortion. <laughs> ah, shit. Oh, shit. Rugs, tell the listener where they can get a hold of you and shake the felt oh. out of you. You can find me on Twitter where I'm constantly arguing with people about Shin Gojira. So you can do that. And Dan Slot. And find me there. Yeah, and Dan Slot sucking. <laughs> Being the worst thing that ever happened to Spider-Man. So if you find me at Really Rug Boy on Twitter, I want to see thousands of you signing up for me. Uh, signing up for, signing up for him? I said, what do you do on Twitter? Do you sign, sign up? The rug sign the Rugboy petition. He, Nothing he, happens. He just said signing up for me. Everyone sign up for Rugboy. Uh, I'm not me. sure what that means. What do you get? <laughs> while you're signing, you get nothing. Listen, while you're signing up for Rugby, also go lead us a rating and review on iTunes. We would appreciate it. Yes. Um, you can also get in touch with us, not that way, but in another way. Like a Donald Trump way? No. Eh, not that okay, way. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, just to reiterate, jockinner.com slash contact, a million ways to reach us. Yes, thanks for listening. Tell a friend, spread this empire's stupidity. This has been the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. So long, David Faraci. Oh. Nice oh. Too soon? <laughs> Locker room talk. It's all about... Oh, do you eat a podcast? Go stroke a barbell. I think Tyler Perry should make an X-Men crossover with Medea, and she should call it Lurgan. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest.